The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. So this week we're chatting about when birth doesn't necessarily go to plan. I mean, does it ever go to plan? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good point, G, actually. But I guess guess when your birthing plan, um, the goalposts move, and you end up having a completely different birth, and what that does to you mentally and physically. Yeah, I mean, did you have a birth plan? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, with Luna, it was very much like I wanted to have a natural birth. I wanted to only use um, paracetamol. (laughs) I remember going, I'm only going to use paracetamol, and I didn't even want to have gas and air. And, you know, I just I just had these visions of having her in the water and she would just come floating out of my vagina and I'd be like, here's my beautiful baby. And I've still got my eye, my winged eyeliner in perfect position. I mean, I had a blow dry. Yeah, completely deluded. (laughs) So I always find it really interesting. Where has this come from that everybody wants to have this like natural birth and they don't want to take any drugs? Like where where has this ideal come from? I mean, I guess it's to do with not wanting to p- may potentially pollute the the you know this is supposed to be the most natural thing that we do you know people say oh the birth the most natural thing that a mother can do it's like oh no it's not it's like ripping a large (laughs) watermelon through our fannies I mean I can't believe I just said fannies (laughs) but I did um so yeah I guess yeah I I guess I understand what you're saying but I think people want to keep it as pure as possible because a little baby's really pure but really you need as much help as possible yeah because I feel like I didn't have a plan as such. And when I was in the NCT class and they were telling me all about, you know, to avoid the, you know, I think epidural went up on the board in red, you know, like avoid <gasps> and, no. and whatever the other things were, were all up on the board in red. And then, I don't know, breathing was in green and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just sort of looked at her and thought, whatever. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I never had this like... Oh, I just I just want it all to be natural and and love. I never had that ideal in my head. I didn't have any kind of plan, and I thought I'd just take what I needed. Okay, on the day that is what happened to you, though. That is your experience. Yeah, that was your reality, right? But I didn't have a plan to go wrong. Yeah, I, you... I had an induction which I didn't obviously plan for. No one really plans for that, do they? No. Um. So I guess that was 
the start of a birth that I didn't think would happen because I didn't realize that when you got to a certain point then you'd have to be induced and obviously it didn't I didn't have that like mm. whoa I'm in labor I didn't have that start in hindsight your way for me should have been the way to do it because the fact that you were so fluidy I mean I remember us walking around you know the, the park before uh, before babies and pregnant and you were like, you know, I just, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm just going to go with the flow. And I remember thinking, is she really a first time mum or is she knocked out six babies somewhere else? Because you were so relaxed. Yeah, I don't know if I was relaxed or no, just you were, like... mate. You didn't even make a squeak through labour. You went to like Scientology and just shut yeah. up. No, I, I th- I'm not, you know, I'm not saying about being relaxed. I'm just saying in general, like not really having a plan. Yeah. Um, because then I didn't feel like the plan failed. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. Yeah, because I think that's what, you know, talking to friends and stuff who who felt like they had a really traumatic birth, it's often been because it hasn't gone as, as they, they would have it. planned. It's not necessarily been bad, mm. but it, it just wasn't how they expected it to yeah, be. Yeah, and that is exactly my experience first time round. You know, I, I, I put a lot of my postnatal blues down to the fact that I feel like I had been through a car crash yeah. you know that real real trauma of being slammed with a three-day labor and having you know nobody sat me down and said you know there's a possibility that you're gonna have to have the baby wrenched out with no, forceps no one we're gonna cut you, about you that. an episiotomy mm. you know this is gonna happen there's gonna be sur- you know suddenly it went from a kind of peaceful environment to surgeons in the room and the baby's heartbeat was dropping and I uh, that was terrifying for that me terrifying. And, and it stayed with me a long time second time round I think I was was definitely more prepared for the fact that the the plan yeah, might not might go not to plan and yeah. I did hypnobirthing with an amazing woman called hypnobirthing Rosie on Instagram she came round to the house and even though I had an epidural again the second time round I did it a lot earlier and I used um, the hypnobirthing technique the breathing really really helped me through the labour everything else I was just like get the drugs into me yeah yeah I mean to be honest this time round um, obviously I'm I'm speaking now when, when this goes out I'll You're probably gonna have, have a baby. baby and who knows what will have happened but in my head I'm thinking I won't go for so long without drugs yeah I'll just take them when I think I need them. Get them into you, G. Yeah, exactly. But did, was there not a point um, when you were pregnant with Kit when you might have had to have a C-section? Yeah, do you remember? Yeah, I do remember that. And Because he wasn't, he was breech and it was like 38 and a half weeks or something and baby and Kit was still breech. And at that point they were like, look, we need to prepare you for a C-section. So I was having those discussions with you. So yeah. again, in my head, I was like, oh, is it going to be a C-section? But then he turned and it was, and you know, it was, it was all, all, all right in the end. And were you quite prepared to have a C-section? I didn't want it. You didn't? No, no, I didn't want it because I didn't want, for me, it was about cutting through, you know, seven layers of muscle or whatever it was. And, and the recovery time can't drive six weeks afterwards and all of that, you know, personally. But some people love them. Yeah, no, and I know. No, exactly. You speak to a lot of people who do. And, and the person that we're chatting to today, or the people that we're <laughs> chatting to today, our first ever couple on the podcast, um, she ended up having two C-sections, both in very, very different circumstances. They were an absolute joy to chat to when we got together with them a while ago. So I think we should get on with it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. So nothing makes Georgia and I happier than a couple who are clearly very in love. And having spent the last 15 minutes with the two people that are sitting opposite us today, we can tell that the chemistry is off the scale. He is a former boy band member from JLS. She is a dancer supremo. She is also mum, or they are also parents to two amazing kids, Ace, who is four, and Kiara, who is one. They live on a farm. They have pigs. They have loads of other animals that they're going to tell us all about today. It's (laughs) JB and Chloe Gill. Hello. Thank Thank you you so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. (laughs) This is such a treat. A couple in Our the studio. Our first couple. Our first couple. Woo-woo. Yes. <laughs> so thanks so much for coming in and chatting to us. We we really love you guys. We think what you've done with your farm and your life and your kids and stuff is really impressive. So I kind of just want to talk about, you know, what life is like for you guys out on the farm. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mental. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We're always sort of dodging and ducking and diving and doing all sorts of stuff. Um, for me, uh, like you, you mentioned, we have pigs on the farm. We also do turkey seasonally as well. That's probably our biggest commercial operation if you want to call it that um, so we have that every single year pretty much and Chloe kind of handles all of the admin stuff and she's a, a whiz with anything organisational and then I try and get my hands dirty but I'm not I'm getting better but I have, I'm have. i not the most skilled <laughs> when it comes to uh, getting my hands dirty but we we between the two of us, we kind of handle everything on the farm. So um, we make sure that, that the turkeys that we have and, and obviously the pigs, we've got cats, we've got a dog, we've got, you know, all sorts two of kids. chickens <laughs> and the two kids. Wow. Um, so, yeah, between us, we kind of make it work. And if I'm away working, then Chloe kind of mucks in and uh, gets her hands dirty, which yeah. is incredible. With the um, baby in the sling and the, yeah. and the food. And, yeah, that's all me. I was just going to yeah. say, with the baby on the on the boob on as the well. Boob, the babe's on the boob, the babe's on the back, the other one's running in front of me. No, mummy, I'm finding poo. And then I've got the chicken feed. Oh, yeah, it's all going on. And then I'm crying. Oh, my gosh, there's chickens out. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. All, it all goes on. It sounds fun and games, though. It does. So did you have the farm before you started a family or was that something that you started after? Well, when I left my family home and moved to where I am now and then shortly thereafter, we were together, but we weren't married. Shortly thereafter, we got married. Um, Shortly thereafter that, we had Ace and we probably had the farm running about a year and a half. Yeah. year and a half or so. Um, And to be honest, when I moved out of my family home, it wasn't necessarily the aim that we would set up a farm or I would set up a farm or anything like that but I think over time it just became uh, I guess uh, uh, us trying to be resourceful really we had a bit of, a bit of land um, and obviously my, you know I'd, I'd changed sort of jobs so to speak or changed career in terms of not being with JLS anymore and I kind of wanted to to find something firstly to to do with the, the land and the space on the farm yep. but then also kind of shape my career going forward and um, I, I was offered uh, a role on CBBS down on the farm, yes. uh, which is really exciting because I knew that I had kind of had plans for the farm, and that was right at the very beginning. Yeah. And you know, Chloe and a couple of members of family as well kept encouraging me not to sort of, I guess, neglect the entertainment side of sure. of you know my career and the things that I'd already done that had given me incredible platform. And so we kind of 
got to the point over about two years yeah. of trying to mix the two, basically, yeah. and making that the focal point. And uh, yeah, the rest, as I say, is history. And how did you guys meet? Because we we heard the story that you you were an, well, are an amazing dancer, but you were dancing professionally at the time. Yeah. And you got the gig to be JLS's backing dancer. Is that right? So I was dancing on X Factor. Right. We met on X Factor, but I've never danced for JLS. Okay, sorry. That's my, no, my, no, no. my bad Google. <laughs> <laughs> bad research, Jeff. <laughs> I wanted to be... Well, we, we'd made a decision, haven't we, that we... In our relationship, we wanted to be our relationship, and I never wanted to be just the girlfriend that was dating the pop star. Yeah. Because I'd worked so hard in my career. So we decided never to obviously mix the two. But um, yeah, we met on X Factor. He just loved me from the moment <laughs> he met me. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, as a dancer, your body is your job. Oh, yeah. And so, how did you make that decision to start trying for a baby and obviously everything that comes with that? I mean, that's a shock to your body. <laughs> Isn't it? Abs are gone body looking amazing is gone when you've got those massive boobs i had like double a lovely little boobs now i've got these massive jugs that are full i'm of just milk. looking at them now actually <laughs> i mean they're okay. full of milk well they're calming down now but i mean it's just your whole mm. body just goes doesn't it for mm. i mean then you might get stretch marks and you're just like oh no that bikini that i need to get into don't look like that anymore but but then you have your children and I think you then think, oh, it's all worth it. I'm so much different now having a second than my first. I think before I was like, oh, there's a stretch mark. Oh, no, how am I going to get rid of it? But now once I've had Kiara, I'm like, oh, well, that's mm. it. That is what it is. I know what's going to happen. I think you've kind of experienced it. You know what to what's coming. But, yeah, that, that dancer body. I'd also point out as well, I think, you know, Chloe is a very maternal woman. You know, and I think that made a bit of a difference. Like, we always talked about family and what it would be like and so on and so forth we didn't necessarily i guess actively plan plan to have ace mm. but obviously it was a you know very welcome surprise and you know we, we married at that point and you know we wanted to have a family together so yeah. you know it kind of was the right time for us and and we believe well i believe very much we both believe very much that these things happen when they're supposed to happen absolutely yeah you know? and, and i'm sure other people will say you know you can plan as much as you like yeah sometimes yeah. it doesn't happen and then no. when you're not thinking about it bang straight away you know so you know very much the case for us a bit more thought went into that because yeah. you know we, we we wanted to have a second and and we were definitely very much open to that there's a lot going on at the time uh, in terms of work and and with the farm and stuff but sure we were we were in you were place. ready for it yeah. yeah and um, let's go back to your first your first pregnancy mm-hmm. how was the labor for you so i was i'm not gonna have any drugs i'm gonna have a natural baby i didn't really plan anything i just knew i wasn't having a c-section that's in my head and i think i just was like that's it this is what we're gonna do this is how it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing i had a really good pregnancy i love being pregnant literally. Did you? i love it i'm literally i love being that fat i think it's amazing <laughs> i'm in my bikini on holiday and i'm like yes take a picture of me i can sit there and i can put my cocktail or my my mocktail on my tummy and i just feel like it's so great i just love love that part chloe i love this from you yeah <laughs> I, I, I was so obviously i was so trim i was so six pack and then i just thought oh well, i just got to embrace it you might as well i'm never going to be able to sit and eat five packets of crisps if yeah. i want to <laughs> which is what i've just done today well, why not? Just done that, yeah. <laughs> you're pregnant why not no one can say anything so i just loved it i was literally rolling around we went we'd just gone um to seychelles and i was like yes take photos of me our official yeah. honeymoon yeah Amazing. i wasn't official um but I was in my head, I'd had this, uh, that was it, that's what's going to happen. So I went into labour naturally, I was 11 days over, um, 
and I was like, I was like, I'm done. Mm. Like, come on now, come on. Um, Eleven days over. Did they induce you? No, they said they were going to induce me the next day if I hadn't. And I was like, listen, you need to get moving because I didn't want to be induced. Like, <laughs> Did you do anything to I'm bring like, it on? Oh, trust me, I was doing it all, babe. <laughs> I was fours. I was doing the bouncing on the ball. I was doing everything. Anything they told you to do, I was doing. Drinking that curry, tea, everything, yeah. everything yeah. that was on that list, I did it all that day. I was like, let's go. Let's I had move. you marching around, didn't yeah. I? We went on a, like the we longest did. walk ever. And in hindsight, she was actually in labour. Oh, wow. She actually that's started contractions. Oh, that's and she's great. Like, oh, babe, just, just slow down. And I was like, babe, if you want to get this thing out, we literally need to keep going. And then, oh, in hindsight, literally just like, babe, I should have taken it a little bit easier on you. But I was, um, yeah, we were doing it all, everything, weren't we? Literally yeah. everything in the book they were saying, do it, do it, do it. So I went into labour and I was at home and I was like, oh, I think I'm in labour. Oh, you don't really know, do you, at first? You're like, oh, I've got my period pain thing. And I think, yeah, I think I'm in labour. Our friends came over and they're like, Chloe? I think you're really in labour now and I'm like leaning on one yeah 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 I think I need to what contractions coming yeah, thick and fast going, at this point yeah and I'm walking yeah. upstairs showing the nursery and then I'm, everyone's looking at me going and I like, hang on a minute and I'll stand there for a minute and you know <sighs> I was in covering okay you need to go to hospital so I went to hospital and they said you're only four no you're not really dilating four yeah I think you're only no you're probably only one or something at the time. they went go away so I was like oh, oh no there's that. nothing worse than being sent home in hospital <laughs> so I didn't no, go very far I just went we went to stay in a little hotel didn't yeah, we because we went down the road ever. and then um, didn't sleep as you're just tossing and turning whatever and then I go back into hospital and they said, now, I said, I'm fully ready now. You know, when you really feel in pains and you're only four centimetres. Yeah. Okay, great. So that just was longing out, longing out, longing out. I don't even remember really, to be honest. We were there, what, 72 hours as a neighbour or something outrageous? Oh, my God. It was oh, it was outrageous. Neighbor. It just didn't happen. So it wasn't so, happening. So, so just talk me through, because you probably can't remember too much of it, but were you contracting the whole time? The whole time. But not dilating? Not dilating. Yeah. Oh. Just contracting, not dilating. And then I'd been monitored and yeah, I so couldn't they... get in the water. I wanted to get into the water. Yeah. It wasn't and happening. did you have any pain relief over No, I wasn't time. having anything. I was just like, I'm fine. I'd wanted to be in pain. I think maybe being a dancer, I, I, I don't know, like being in pain in a way <laughs> That's a really weird thing to say. Cute. I've always put my body through pain, always. So you saw it as more like a mission, like I can get through I this, I can see. do it. Yeah, I knew there was an end point and mm. I needed to be in the pain. I went, I need to feel what they're talking about. I want to know yeah. what it means and I'll just be in the pain. And then I remember them breaking my waters and then all of a sudden it started getting a bit crazy and I, I just had some gas in there because I was like, okay, I need to just, it's getting more intense. And then all of a sudden he's fitting scrubs on and they're asking me to sign something. And I was just like, what's happening? And then I burst out crying and the midwife went, it's okay, you can cry now. Like you've been through a lot. And I was like, what are we doing? And he's putting scrubs on and he's panicking. So now I'm thinking, now this is getting serious because he's starting to panic and he's cool as anything. He's literally like so horizontal, it's a joke. And then next thing we were in the theatre, weren't we? So what was so C-section? C-section, emergency so C-section. Cord three times around his neck, wasn't coming down, and that's why. But I think I had a bleed. Um, so, so he'll tell you. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> we went in as, as Chloe said in the morning, and they they wanted to monitor her just to kind of see the heart rate. And throughout the whole that morning, probably from about seven ish when we went in till about maybe ten eleven, they had her linked linked up to the ECG and all that sort of stuff, mon monitoring and checking the baby and so on. And he, every time she had a contraction, his heart rate would dip. Yeah. And obviously, I as know. time drew drew on, yep. it kept dipping lower and lower and lower. And they said basically, if it goes below, I think. 
70 or something mm-hmm. then it then they're kind of concerned and they need to start thinking about other things and they kept asking us you know what we wanted to do we were like you guys know our birth plan we don't want to have a cesarean but if it's not an option then yeah obviously let's, yeah. let's do it let's, let's get go. this baby out yeah so at that point she's still not so this is probably 24 hour period now so at that point we were like she, they'd not bro- her water hadn't broken yet but obviously they could see she was actively in labor so that's when they broke her waters um and i don't know whether that was that pro- uh, that probably caused a bit of pain and distress to both of them at the time mm. um and as you can imagine obviously the waters go everything drops down and because of the cord and things that we couldn't actually see um Something i think red. that caused a bleed yeah mm. so a, a slight tear and obviously anything that they that see is that's, yeah oh, then yeah. they, they kind of really really worry about that so then they came in and they they were then and i was worried because i could see it and i'm not squeamish i don't have any issues with blood or anything like that but i know that that's not normal mm. so i was just saying Okay, what's going on now? And then all of a sudden, there's people buzzing yeah, it around. Mad. It went from having the the the, the doctor and the midwife because we were midwife led at the time, uh, and then the doctor had to be called in. He spoke to us a couple of times, and it went from being just the two of them and a couple other sort of people, you know, buzzing about yeah. to being about ten people <laughs> and a th- yeah. anaesthetist. All of these people in the room, we were just like, okay, something's going this wrong. Is yeah, some, yeah, yeah. And so they 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 put something in your face basically to sign on and it's like okay guys we're married so you're gonna have to give it to me because it's just she's not gonna sign it yeah. not because she didn't want to but just like this is so she's much com- going on completely oh, out yeah. just give it yeah. to him yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. focus on that right now <laughs> yeah. can you sign no he's my he yeah so was there a moment that you thought oh, this is not what we want and, Mm. you know, I don't want to do this. I want, I mean, you know, you're the husband, but you're watching your wife go through enormous amounts of pain and what were you thinking at that point? I mean, I was just remaining hopeful. I mean, I'm, I'm ever the optimist, to be honest. And as I say, for me, I think because we'd had such a great pregnancy or Chloe had, had such a great pregnancy, we, I, I, as I say, I'm ever the optimist. I always expected it to go to plan, you know, is what it is. This is what she wants to do. Yeah. You, you can deviate from the plan a little bit, but kind of it's going to be fine. So I always thought it would be fine. And then as time went on, obviously it just seemed mm. to, there was something not quite right. And then as, as I say, every time they monitored her, the heart rate kept dropping and so on. So I just said to, I remember saying to the doctor, don't give us an option. Don't say, what do you want to do? You know what we want to do. We want to do it naturally, and that's what we've always planned. If that's not an option, just, just do what we need to do. Yep. So I think at that point, he was just like, okay, cool. I'm going to do it. We're going to go. And then we went through to theatre. The anaesthetist was actually really, like, he was spot on. He was so good. Like, and he was complaining a little bit, because obviously Chloe's still having contractions. She's in a lot of pain. Um, and he was trying to find the, the right spot to do the, um, you know, the, 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 the um, lumbar what it's called now the um, incision yeah at, at, at the at, in Ooh. her back and and that oh, was which which was fine and he couldn't get it in could he, he well he, no he, he struggled a little bit because of the position you're in and then he was happy with that and he, that was all fine and then obviously you started to calm down a little bit and then um I, I, remember, don't even, I remember. Do you remember this? Were you quite hyped well, up yeah, at this I point? don't even like hospitals. I don't yeah. like blood. I don't even like needles. So I'm just literally <laughs> like, honestly, I don't even know if I've had Worst two babies. Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. I was literally like, what? I just, I just, that's why I just needed him to be there because mm. I was just like, he's the only thing that's going to get me through this because I don't even like seeing people with their outfits on. It's just yeah. what me, I'm like. What, yeah. you mean the scrubs? Yeah. And they go, <laughs> I remember when he came out, 
yeah when he came out when ace came out because we didn't know it was ace and the screen was up they said do you want to lower the screen and he and i went no 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 i don't want to see anything because i'm thinking blood yep. they've cut me open that's how i'm feeling like <laughs> and he's going no she will see her baby he got really because he got really worried <laughs> he got really worried that i'd basically didn't want anything to do with the baby oh, that's wow. what he thought yeah. and he went no she needs to do skin to skin now skin to skin now can you give her the baby please and i was just like cut no just calm down because i'm thinking that it's i'm gonna see my stomach open or something i don't know what i'm thinking <laughs> but he's what you worried didn't you well, at, at that point when we started doing the spiral tap and all that sort of stuff i basically just switched off which is not normal for no me. i was switched off worried. in what way in in the way in in the fact that i wasn't i wasn't calm anymore okay i, I would have oh, been okay. if you'd seen me but inside i was just i was worried and that never happens. Ever. No, so I was, I didn't know what was going to happen. Firstly, I was like thinking, you know, I'll lose one, two, both. I, I just didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, wow. so I, no, honestly, I, at that point, I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen here. And in hindsight, it actually was okay because funnily enough, she ended up being fully dilated just before they were about to do, yeah. do, you mean, do the incision. Um, and obviously, Ace was under a little bit of distress, but when he came out, he was, he was okay. Fine. He cried straight away no real issues um and obviously chloe in you know also was was fine but i was just literally hot on my and to be honest if the anesthetist hadn't been such a dude <laughs> i'd have had no zero footage from the moment yeah he I filmed everything off. he filmed I did, it all. i had my what, phone the with me filmed everything yeah. the anesthetist said to me give me a where's your phone give me your phone and i can't remember if it was your phone or my phone Mine. but mm. i gave it to him and literally honestly i just didn't i wasn't in the room well, I was, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah mentally. Just, yeah. I was, I was just literally Survival concerned. About, yeah, I was concerned about Chloe, and I was just like, whatever happens, like just getting my wife back. <laughs> and as I say, like he's got the most amazing videos <laughs> and pictures of all this oh, stuff. God, that's yeah. incredible. He, he got up close it, and personal. Yeah. yeah. Got his coming out and everything. It, wow. We'd have nothing. Yeah. So I'm so grateful to him. But I mean, the team are brilliant. That 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 you know we worked with and, and looked after us and stuff. But it was it was a lot. That I think sounds it's really very traumatic. I've got really goosebumps. Yeah, wow. I think it's really hard for a man. Yeah. So that was that was actually Chloe. That was going to mm. be my next question because obviously you're going through it. Yeah. You're going through it. But I, I we'll we'll talk about your sort of memories from that moment. But as a man, you know, you've you've got to be the rock. You've got to be there to support her mm. when you know. And obviously, if you're in a same sex couple, you know, the one who's not giving birth has to be there. But but you, you, the, the the birthing partner has to stay strong, mm-hmm. has to stay composed. And I imagine seeing all of that. You know, it, it completely throws you. It, it's horrendous watching it. Absolutely, and as I say, I'm not really screaming, squeamish. So any of, you know, I guess, I guess having it had it happened naturally, I, you know, I would have been there. I would have been fine. I would have been happy to be, you know, to, to physically get involved and stuff like that. If there's anything that Chloe needed, I'm, you know, more yeah. than happy to do all of that. But for me, it's you partly feel very helpless, mm. and. I mean, my mum comes from a medical profession as well, so I have an understanding of when things are not quite right and times when you need to step up and times when you just need to back off and stuff like that. And you just feel so out of control, you know, yes. almost. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for me, it's just, a, I was just very, very worried. And, you know, I, di- I didn't know what, what the outcome was going to be. I'm very honest. So I think it's easy, isn't it, for mums to be like, oh, well, you just didn't do it. You didn't do anything. Yeah. But actually, you did a lot. Yeah. And and you went through a lot as well. And it's not just the trauma that Chloe went through. It's also that you both went to, through together. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and for me as well, I always saw my role as being there for Chloe. Like, if she yeah. needed me to do whatever it was, no problem. If she needed me to go out, fine. If she needed me to speak to somebody, 
Fine, and then, you know, as I say, when it got to that point where they were asking Chloe lots of questions and she wasn't really in that mind frame or in that space mm. to, to deal with that appropriately, that, for me, was my job. You know, I just said to yeah. listen, guys, no point you asking questions. Like, what do you need to do? And I'll go and relay it and then we'll do it or not do it. Do you know what I mean? So I was still in the room at that point. Well done, JB. <laughs> you sound like a proper team. I'll yeah. never do it, though. I won't do anything without him. I'm literally like, no, good in uh, injection? No, I need him there. Can we put the needle in? No, I need him there. Can you go and have a shower and go to the toilet? No, I need him. I'm literally, I am. I'm like, no, I can't go anywhere without him, so you can't do anything to me. During Kit's labour, my second, uh, we had to, Dozer had to go and move the car, my husband. He was like, I'm just oh, going to no. be back in a second. I'm just going to go move the car. And I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. Anyway, when he went out, I heard, I was lying facing away from the door. I heard the door go again. I was like, oh, Dozer, you're back quickly. He goes, hello, no, this is the anaesthetist. I've just come up to do the epidural. And I was like, but the, but he's he's gone to move the car and he was like no oh, it's just my time slot I've got to go just got to do it now so I was like okay so I just sat on the edge it's only, he only left me for five minutes during my second no. labour and then when he came back I was like that hey uh. he was like oh whoa have you had I was like I've had the epidural <laughs> I can't believe I missed it anyway I bought you snacks from M&S I was oh, like okay great uh, I think my husband was more traumatised after my labour with Axel than I was he was like I'm sure I was in more pain than you <laughs> oh god James <laughs> I was yeah. silent I just didn't do anything I just went into myself silent weird oh, wow. and my husband was crying I was squeezing his hands so tight I made it bleed you know Scientology oh, wow. you know Scientology wow. she tri- she channeled it in a Scientologist I, at that point I, mean, I didn't know anything about this but oh, I, wow. I, I don't know it was, I was just silent I just didn't didn't speak please be a wow. screamer this, pr- yeah, this no, labour I'm practised <laughs> so Chloe for you you've obviously got a birth plan in your head mm-hmm. you know that for you that's where it's going to go and mm-hmm. then it completely flips on its head 180 mm-hmm. and you end up having an emergency c-section so what is the recovery like after that wow it wasn't good for me mm-hmm. I was absolutely distraught um I was in a bad way, like mentally in a bad way. But I breastfed straight away, which was really good for me, but I was in a lot of pain. Um, I think maybe going through the labour and then having that Mm. straight away, but uh, he was there to pull my knickers up. He was there to everything, literally shower me. I couldn't do anything. I didn't leave the hospital for about four days, did I? I was in a bit of, but I got an infection afterwards in my wound. Mm. Um, Yeah, I went for for it. I don't think I would say I got um, postnatal depression, I think I was on the edge of, um, and I think feeding Ace kept me going. But it, literally, Jay did everything, like changing bottoms, doing. I didn't bath him for ages, did I? He did mm. everything, but I was, I wasn't in. In my head, wasn't good way. I was crying a lot. I think I just had this idea of what I wanted it to be like, and it just wasn't. It was the complete opposite. And they cut through my abs, and I was <laughs> gutted for that. But um, yeah, it took me a good. I don't know. You say it was sooner than uh, maybe when we went away because we went away quite. No, no. You 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 went back to yourself. So we went on holiday for the first time, um, like a family holiday on my side, with my mum and my my brother, and like he had a little boy at the time, as as I mentioned. Um, And that was Ace was five weeks, so he's really really young. Um, And you were you were you were back in the room, I'd say, Mm. at that point. But she wasn't back to herself. You probably was a about five or six months I'd yeah say. it took me a minute yeah um mm. but yeah for mentally it took me a long time to get back to being you yeah, yeah. What, what was coming up for you just a feeling of uh, what trauma trauma I kept reliving it in my head um I kept mm, dreaming about it just the rush of everything I think all of a sudden then especially for first time when you've got this baby and you're just like oh my goodness I'm responsible for everything and I didn't feel like I was physically like, able myself um 
my boobs were hurting, everything, mm. like just really emotional and I just needed to have the support system. I was really lucky that I had Jay and my mum. My mum moved in for 10 days, didn't yeah, she? Yeah. My mum's not really like, like that, is she? But she came in and was doing all our ironing and everything. And mm. You need it, don't you? You need yeah. it. When you have a baby, you need yeah. it. And I think especially when you're first because you're just oh my goodness my whole world's just flipped yeah. but um i think then having an infection and stuff after it just knocked me back i thought okay i'm better now and then knocked me way back and then i had an allergic reaction to the medicine yeah, the, um, yeah. god it was just one thing after it the was other. that's oh, how it felt it felt like every time we, we were getting somewhere something else happened mm. but um I mean, you get through these things and then you go and have another baby. Exactly, so. you did it again, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> and so second time round, did you plan on having a C-section or did you think, oh, maybe I'll try and see what happens? <laughs> second time, I refused to make a plan at all. I went, I am not making So you need to make a decision, you know, because obviously when you had had a section, you can have an option of having one. Um I said, Mum, I'm not making a decision. No, it's not happening. <laughs> They're like, no, no, you need to. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but now you're at that time now where we need to speak to someone. Well, I'll speak to the surgeon, but I'm not. I'm not making a decision. But you need to, you know, we need to either book you in or not. Not making a decision. Uh, how how, how many weeks was that? That was right at the end. So I'm meeting the surgeon. I just said, well, book me in for the section, and we'll see. Because I said, <laughs> then the options there. Then I'm booked in, and then if if I go natural, I will. So I said to, I said. We made a date with them, didn't we? Yeah. And I said, if I go naturally, let me go. If we get to that date, then I'll, I'll have the cesarean. But um, I wasn't going over because then other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And JB, how did you feel about um, Chloe potentially going through labour again? Or were you, you know, you did you want her to have a C-section? Or did you want her to try, try naturally? Try. No, I mean, as I say, I mean, I, I very much left that up to Chloe, to yeah. be honest. You know, I, I was pushing her a little bit on making a plan just because <laughs> you need to have a plan, even if it, even if you change the plan, you know. Um, but I, I totally agreed. I thought I, I thought it was very very sensible from our point of view to look at it like, okay, we'll keep it to this date, and if we can go naturally, obviously that's the best thing. Um, but well, I said the best thing, you know, would have been the best thing at the time because sure. naturally. But you know, we weren't afraid. Obviously, now we have cesarean as part of the equation which we didn't have for ace um we were open to it so it's like well if that's the case then that's that's fine and actually we we also knew that well we also knew ultimately that we didn't want to have an emergency so we didn't want it to, no. to start the natural like process no. yeah. so that was ultimately what we did not want so yeah. we didn't want to start the process and then end up having a cesarean anyway we yeah. were like well we'd rather just have the cesarean it's what we've already had you know there's already a, a wound there we just keep it very, very simple, you know, less stress, less drama, sure, all of that. So. And you didn't have a preference. You were like, if it happens naturally, no. great. If it's a C-section, we'll plan that. I was just scared of having an emergency. That's okay. why I was... Fair enough. So what happened? Yeah. Had a planned. I got to the date and then walked in. It was so strange, wasn't it? So 10 o'clock, um, you'll be having a baby and, you know, you're going next in. And I was like... Gosh, this is so strange. Yeah, so what so happens strange. in that process? Honestly, I've got no idea. So strange. You're sitting in your room. You've got your. You're going in, and then they check for bloods, and we didn't know what we were having. <clears throat> and then the lady came in, and I'd met all all the surgeons had been men. And she came and she goes, "I'm the, I'm your doctor today." And I went, "Oh, but you're a female." But I've only met men because I'd met thought I'd met the men. She goes, "Oh no, I'm on today." And I was just like, "Oh, Jay, we're having a girl. We're having a girl. Everyone's girl." <laughs> And he went, oh, okay, well, we'll see. The anaesthetist came in. He was lovely, wasn't he? He yeah. was a guy. So we walk into the room. They've got cool music on. Like, they've got the radio going. What was playing? Can you remember any tunes that were playing? Oh. oh. 
I would have been good if it was one of your tunes, wouldn't it, JB? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just oh, say it man. was. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've made a note, though. Oh, oh yeah. That's at home. Dig but it, it was really weird. Like Chloe says, it was so weird. Every se- In fact, that, that gentleman who was anaesthetist, he was actually the junior. So the actual anaesthetist was yeah. that lady. And she remember, she's telling us she's had three kids and this and the other. Yeah. Every single person in that room, and I mean it, bar that junior anaesthetist, was a woman. So he walked Every in to like 20 women, and I just went, <laughs> yes. we are having a girl. We must be. It's just going to happen. And Jay was like, well, I don't know. It's just crazy. <laughs> Literally, there was no men in there. So I was like, cool. And then you sit there, and then you have that in your back, which I don't like needles, but I mean, that's mm-hmm. fine. So that's not an epidural. That's a, st- a, spinal, a spinal tap? Isn't it? Spinal yeah. block or something. Yeah, right? something like that. So, that so was more fine. hardcore than an epidural. It completely... Yeah, yeah, it completely, everything. yeah, you can't feel anything. You're shut from down the, from there, yeah. basically. Yeah. But yep. right. And then just lots of washing around in my tummy is like a washing machine. What's that mean? What you know, mean? They're just kind of... So you can't feel anything, you can just hear? No, it's like your tummy is a washing machine. Like, they're literally tugging you around, but you can't... It's like a dull feeling. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Sort of making me feel slightly wheezy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really so intrigued. Honestly, I'm so it's so intrigued. strange. I'm, I'm thinking they're going, Joe, have they done it yet? Have they done it yet? Because I'm just thinking, oh, gosh, I can't. I don't even like it in here. <laughs> and then lots of pulling and tugging, and then all of a sudden you've got this baby, and then, then she cried, didn't she? And I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, it's a girl, because I, I thought I was having a boy. And then they then sorted me all out, and then I was it. Yeah. I went into recovery and then I've sit there literally five, ten minutes later I've got this newborn baby and I'm going, she's chilling, she's fine, she's not stressed, wow. nothing. And then I'm feeding her and I'm thinking, I literally was like, this is surreal. This yeah. is so strange because I'd spent three days with yeah. Ace or whatever it was and it was all up and down and you know what it's like going through labour and then you're, and I didn't have any of that. It was really, really, so it's a completely different experience. Mm. What about the feelings after the planned C-section in terms of hormonal, emotional stuff? Wasn't half as bad. Right. Um, I walked out of the hospital the next day. Um, I was in quite a lot of pain, but I just got in the car and was like, I just need to go home. Um, But emotions, I wasn't... And as well, I think when you've got another little one, Mm. you don't really want to let yourself maybe get to that point. Mm. I'm always thinking, what's Ace thinking? Or I don't want him to see me upset or... Oh, trust me, I cry because I cry. I'm emotional. I have a lot of tears. Um, but I don't know. I wasn't as bad, was I? No, you weren't. And I think partly it was down to the process and kind of what we've been, you know, going through that was a lot more relaxed. Mm. You know, we'd had a decent night's sleep the night before. Mm. You know, things like that, I think, make You're a huge difference. You're properly prepared, aren't you? Mentally yeah. you know mentally. that tomorrow you're meeting your baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It made a huge difference. And yeah. for us, obviously, having the experience of an emergency versus that experience is just so much more chilled. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should have seen me. I walked into the hospital with about four bags and I was like, if we're here for four days, <laughs> yeah, <I'm>, honestly. we're prepared. <laughs> and this, I remember the midwife looked at me and she said, um, can you can you put some of those bags back in, in the car? And I said to him, no, 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 no. We might be here for a long time. And so I, I need all of the bags. And then in hindsight, obviously, I we mean... left the next day. And I was like, okay, now I understand why she was so <laughs> you know, put out. The fact that I've got these four bags I've got a food bag I've got water cooler I've got drink I literally had it the man it was all. prepared he was been there before he had to wear my clothes also oh, I feel like every parent does that from one to two because you yeah. literally the first time around you think oh I'll just be in and out and then it's days and it can yeah. be yeah. days and days yeah. Yeah. Also, I only brought one baby grow oh, the first time geez. around yeah. one baby grow and I brought myself four outfits <laughs> <laughs> and there 
um, the, the, the midwife was like, who packed this bag? Like, expecting me to say, oh, like, he did it. And he was like, she did it. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Like, but there's nothing for the baby. I was like, oh, oh. I sort of forgot about that. Yeah, that but you so put funny. a lovely range of loungewear for <laughs> yeah, you, G. loads of loungewear. <laughs> so brilliant. What would you say to any parents who are um, kind of just about to go through that first labour? Because you've obviously had two very, very different experiences. Mm. So what's the kind of advice or tips that you would give people in that in that situation stay calm and be prepared for any situation like anything happening I always say that to our friends don't I I know have your plan but you know things change and don't be scared when they change um so it is about teamwork no matter who it is whoever your person is just rely on that person and that person needs to be there for you um and enjoy the moment because it is a beautiful moment having a baby isn't it no matter mm. what happens even mm. if it's a trauma or yeah. if it's dramatic <clears throat> when that baby's in your arms it's it all goes away for that those those few moments and it's such a beautiful thing having some miracle really mm. i feel quite sad sometimes that i'm never going to go through it again and i'm <laughs> slightly jealous that gee you're about to go through it again in that yes. feeling yeah because it's just so isn't it you go through it and it's a real labor but <laughs> yeah, I know. that moment i'm never mm. going to experience it again yeah i'm looking forward to having a newborn again yeah I mean, I think that is lovely. And so what about you guys? Are you going to have any more? <laughs> I let Chloe answer that. No, that we can answer that. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was up to me, then I would definitely go again. And if it was up to me, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> really? But I've got a boy and a girl. I mean, going through all of that with your body again. I mean, I love being pregnant. Maybe I'd be pregnant for someone else. I don't know. But, <laughs> gosh, it's just so much, isn't it? Your body goes through so much. Mm-hmm. But um, and these children are so expensive. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Jay, you know, this is a whole nother other load of money here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, is he going to win? Oh, he keeps going. You're thirty. You're thirty. <laughs> I was like, Kiara's not even a year yet. She's she's nearly. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just like, do you know? I don't even know. <laughs> Do you know what? I mean, <laughs> we go. we've, got, we've got a decent gap between Ace and Kiara. Obviously, we've got a boy and a girl. So, you know, I, I'm not, there's certainly no pressure from my side. Of course no, there is. Of course not. No, there isn't. Not at all. Are you kidding me? The other day when we were trying to, I was throwing away, shall we get rid of the Moses basket, babe? Yeah. No, no. Pack it in the garage. Shall I get rid of the baby grows that, you know, naught to three because she's not going to work? No, put it back in the garage. <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? I'm just saying, at some point in the future we I'm might need know. it again yeah i think he knows that needs to find another wife <laughs> <laughs> i am a bit of a hoarder to be fair and you know, i come from a big family that's the problem mm. so you know i've got cousins I'm, in fact i've got cousins i've not even met before you know i've got a lot of family what's wow. your mum one of my mum's one of 13 and, your and dad? my dad's one of nine there you go see <gasps> i'm oh not goodness. doing that you're so, kidding that's a huge family wow. that's a massive family see my dad's one of nine or eight but um he only had one uh, yes, yeah, see, I mean, maybe we should have stopped to Ace. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I love the idea of having a big family. But to be honest, I mean, the thing for me is I would be happy probably to go one more and then be done. See, I'm mm. not. 
Yeah. I wanted two or four. Yeah, you want so so if you so go you again, it's going to be two. Numbers. Listen, guys, I think I think in twelve months' time you might come back in here oh, and be like, meet <laughs> Petulia <laughs> <laughs> or twins. Then you get four. No, no. This is what I keep saying, and we're just like Ace, unspeak that. Unspeak <laughs> just quickly, JB. Any dads or birthing partners or mums who didn't cons- uh, give birth who are listening who want to kind of know how to help in those first kind of couple of months because it seems like you are. Fully, fully hands-on. I'd yeah. like to know those kind of tips. I might hire him out, actually. Yeah, he seems great. <laughs> yeah. He can come around to my house and He's help. He's pretty good. Definitely. Yeah. Do you know what? I think it's all about just being prepared. And, you know, for me, you don't know everything, you know, especially if it's your first. You know, nothing really can prepare you for what it's like hands-on. You've got to be flexible. But for me, I always just do as much research as you can, you know, and whether it's reading whatever books or going online, you know, be selective about what you, you know, what you pick mm. up and then apply. But at the same time, for me, just kind of, you know, if, if you're having a problem with, you know, the baby not feeling right or whatever, or you're not getting the hang of the bottles or, you know, if there's something that's going on, then kind of just, just you know, being being up on it and being able to read and help out, you know, because especially for with Ace, you know, with the first time with, uh, with breastfeeding and stuff like that, it's, it's new for Chloe too, even though obviously she's doing the, 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 the work, so to speak. But if you can just help and say, oh no, babe, why don't you try this? Or, you know, do you know what I mean? Just to be able to add that extra mm-hmm. level of support for me, that's kind of, I, I believe it's the best way to kind of to, to, to get ahead. And then, yeah, just be, be prepared to do the, 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 dog, the dog work, you know, do the hard work, <laughs> um, you know, tidy up, pick up the stuff, you know, look after the baby. For me, I, it was a great way to bond with Ace doing all the nappies and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously Chloe couldn't really bend over or pick up and things like that. So, you know, I'd kind of get up, change his nappy, make sure he was fine, and then she would do the feeding and I could kind of go back to sleep. So it was a bit of a... Team effort. Team. Yeah. 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 So rather than her complaining all the time that I get to sleep or me being really frustrated because I'm doing stuff all, the, you know, or whatever, actually I'd get up and get him, change him, and then she didn't have to do anything if he fell back asleep. She could just kind of... He's pretty good, isn't he? He's He's very good. But I mean, as it should be, like, there's all this kind of like, sorry, because it is a great thing, but also it is it is for two people. You know, you make the baby together, you share the workload. I'm sorry, that's what I think. Absolutely. So you are you sound like a mega dad, but <laughs> yeah. so you well, should be. You know <laughs> As you say, I think it's it's a joint effort, you yeah. know. And there are times, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're going through, especially with children, there are times when you're exasperated and you're over it, and vice versa. There's times when for you know Chloe feels yeah. like that, and for me, that's a time when you you know you just say, "Give me the baby for two minutes yeah. or ten minutes or an hour or whatever." Go and it sit is. on the step and cry. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, we a had moment. a couple yeah. of moments like that, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> I need a moment. I need to hear no screaming. I just want to cry. On the set, oh, <laughs> then I'll come back in yeah, <laughs> on a toilet holiday, as we call it. Yeah. Where you go and lock yourself in the toilet. Yeah. And you feel like holiday. you've had two weeks in Barbados. Oh, yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And similarly, you know, this time when I got frustrated because I'm just like, well, what do you need? You know, like, you know, it's not as natural, I guess, and arguably, should I say, for me, that as, it, as I say, clothes are quite maternal yeah. as, a, as a woman. So, you know, she just naturally know how to, well, this is Ace, and, and a little bit Kiara, you know, soothe him, soothe him and put him down. And, you know, with Ace, he was more difficult to put down. Yeah, because um, he loved the boob. Yeah, yeah. Loved the, the boys love the boobs. The boys love yeah. the boob, yeah. So I just struggled. I was just like, I can't put him down. Every time I put him down, he moves and then he screams and then and he wasn't really a you know hugely cry you know crying baby but it was just hard with Kiara she's so much easier like right. literally I can take her put her down and she'll put herself to sleep so it's just you know she's just different every baby's so different isn't yeah. it absolutely so uh, you just kind of have got to go with the flow and, and yeah as I say just be that, that good tips support yeah love <laughs> that from you 
at the end yeah, of every podcast. Yeah, so at the end of every podcast, we like to ask people what their five favourite products are. So considering we've been talking about labour today, mm-hmm. maybe what tell us five of the things you packed in those four bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Muslins. Oh, must. They're yeah. a must. Um, big and small. Yeah. Big and small ones. Yeah, the massive big ones. And the small one. I feel like muslins become um, like a shoe obsession. Oh yeah, like, no, you no, just no. like oh, I found these muslins. It's like yeah, we've got fifty at no, home. No. Oh no, no, these ones are the best ones. These ones have got avocados on them. Yeah. I don't think you understand. I have so many, like we two do. drawers worth. Does he let you throw well, any up? No, I'm not throwing baby them. Baby number out. three. <laughs> <laughs> I to see be how you're We have so many small ones now. We didn't use half the the, the muslins that we used for Ace and with Kiara. That's for sure. Yeah, muslins are a must. Yeah, but they're definitely muslins. a must. Um, <laughs> Uh, you need a cap, like, like a, a hat. hat for the baby. Yeah, yep. definitely. Oh, is this for the baby bag? Yeah, yeah, for this yeah. Baby or just anything that helped you during labour. You yeah. need an iPod. And some well, speakers. you never played anything. I, did. I was really annoyed at you. No, I did. When? <laughs> what do you mean? Before all the madness happened, we were playing it. Did we? Yeah. No, I doesn't remember. remember. No. I, remember. I was annoyed at him. I thought, why didn't you make me a playlist? <laughs> but, he, but he did. He just she doesn't remember it. All the hard work. Did you make me a playlist? Yeah. Oh, no, we no. Were babe, we were pl- that went Put it on it. later. Think of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's three. Tip. Two more. What about for you, Chloe? Is there anything that you... Oh, just those big knickers. Oh, yeah. Like what, really from M&S, the big yeah, ones? Yeah, the ones, the big ones. Especially when you didn't, I didn't know I was having a section. Chucked a couple of those in because I then needed them. Yeah. Really big, high... Yeah, the ones that come under the bra. Does have found mine the other day in the in the laundry, and he was like, "What, what are these?" I, know. I, like, I still Oh my god, them. give oh, them I back! No, you I can, love you, them. no, you can use them as um. I'm now using them as like a polishing for like the wooden table. <laughs> oh, or just wear them. I still wear like, them. Not, yeah, I can't. They they bring back too many horrible memories for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, what else? One more. One more. Mm. Any maternity bras that you loved? Oh yeah, just recently with um, yeah. Kiara. Because you're still breastfeeding. Yes, um, Mumba bra. Yeah, yeah, really like. So you've got the numbers on each side. Number bra. Mumba. Oh, Mumba. So it's got one, two, three, four. So you know when you first feed and you forget which boob you're on, it tells you you can actually like click it onto the right number. <sighs> then you pull it down and your whole boob isn't out. It's like a sports bra. Okay. So it's like just cover and it's black and white colour for the baby to look at. So it helps them go to your boob. So that is brilliant. That is a brilliant bra. Wow. We haven't heard and of that. And it's like a sports bra. Love that. So it's very comfortable. Can you get it online? Yep. Yeah. Mumba bra. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Going to check that out now. Really Straight onto Google. Trust <laughs> me, I've got every colour. That's all I wore for, mm. well, still am. And it's good for privacy because obviously throughout, as I say, like with yeah. us, we're busy all the time, always out, always doing stuff, always travelling. And you can kind of breastfeed on the go, and yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very much a feminist in that sense because I just I, for me, if a woman's breastfeeding, so what? Do you know what I mean? So I'm I'm very much against all these establishments that think that it's outrageous for women to Good. be breastfeeding them. But obviously, I also appreciate the fact that you know decency is necessary, but it's brilliant <laughs> for that. So you know, yeah, you can yeah. it's just got basically all the essentials it's and really good. whatever out, and baby can do what it needs to do. Brilliant. You can feel bra. Everyone's happy. Mamba bras. I'm going to get you. Well, you know, I haven't got you a present yet, G. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. What? I'm no, going to get you a Mamba bra. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> sounds pretty great. Sounds great. Yeah, um, guys, thank you so thank much. That you. is all we've got time for. I feel like we could sit and chat all day. Absolutely. You've been us. amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank Thanks you. for having us. 
So, as with every episode, we're going to round up talking about our five favourite products. And because we're talking about birth, I think it's only natural we talk about what we're going to pack in our hospital bag. The hospital bag. <laughs> yes. Is yours packed? Um, no. God, it's not. God, Georgia. And as we recorded, I'm actually 38 weeks pregnant. <laughs> it could happen right now. The babies is packed, so... And all we've got know. in the studio with us are Haribo. Yeah. It'll be all right. I haven't got my birth notes or anything. <laughs> um, so, for me, the first thing is... PJs. I have just been to Primark and bought, I think, about six pairs of PJs, and they are fantastic. And I'll be taking a couple of nighties into hospital with me, and then I've got some snazzy ones um, for when I get home. And I have lots of visitors, and I don't feel like I've got to get dressed up. So, are you going to be in a nightie in the hospital, kind of mooching around? I've in got your a nightie, nightie, yeah, Primark nightie, and then a thin dressing gown. Nice. Because um, I think last time I just ended up wearing a cami and then a thin dressing gown <laughs> sexiest birthing lady ever um so yes and i th- actually do you know what i think you should talk about this product because you are about to go into labor yeah so clary sage oil i'm gonna put this in my bag so last time when i had axel and i had the epidural my labor started to slow down and the midwife had a little cut piece of card and she just put it under my nose and told me to smell it and it brought all the contractions back on and it sped straight back up again it's taken me ages to find out what this was were you thinking it was like chloe perfume <laughs> I, don't know. I just i just don't know what it was mm, it smells lovely um, but you can get it from holland and barrett and apparently it's supposed to help with like your contractions and the speed and all that kind so of stuff. speeding up so i will be yes i'll be packing that in my bag okay so along the lines of kind of PJs I became obsessed with leggings and I took four pairs into the hospital with me because I was you know it's it's a messy affair after you give birth (laughs) and leggings became like my staple afterwards as well I used to wear a pair of black leggings or kind of khaki ones and then a really cool oversized jumper and some like superga trainers and like a like a leather jacket or a denim jacket so they're a really good kind of post baby outfit because you're they not are. in like you, you don't want to be wearing an oversized jumper and some really really baggy baggy pants as well because you can feel you know and ugh, also they're really lost, comfy I think is the word yeah super comfy yeah and there's so many nice ones out there now like yeah. um there's there's a brand called Yoga Legs which I really like. They're yep, really we love those. they're bright and jazzy. Yeah. And then um, if you go to the Love Leggings website, they have got some incredible pairs on there. And I've got about I don't know potentially about ten in my wardrobe still. <laughs> I'm still loving the leggings. <laughs> we love leggings. Um, so something for actually during labour, I've packed the Clinique Moisture Surge spray. So it's like a cooling spray, but not like the the Evian ones you get. It actually sort of plumps your skin up and puts moisture yeah. back into your skin, especially when you're in the hospital. Your skin can really suffer. Um, so yeah, I've packed that this time round. Just a nice little. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, just to freshen up. Nice. Um, and then finally, we're going to round off with snacks. Snacks, snacks, <laughs> snacks. I cannot stress enough, if you are a first-time mum about to have a baby, do not forget to tell your husband to or your snacks. partner <laughs> to bring snacks to the hospital with you because, you know, if you go in there without them, you could be in there for two or three days and it's a nightmare. Yeah, um, So obviously try and keep them, well, we like to try and keep them as healthy as possible, but, you know, if you need salt and vinegar squares to at be that honest, point, just get involved. I'm actually going to go to the cinema and get the pick, pick a mix. mix. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, we love squirrel 
Coverall Sisters. Yes, they're fab. They really fab. are fantastic. These are like health bars that give you energy um, and just kind of give you a little boost. And yeah, I'm hoping that you're going to be taking yours. I will be taking some. Thanks, Squirrel Sisters. Uh, right, that is it from us this week. As always, you can rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And we would absolutely love it if you give us a little five star review as well. Please, pretty please. Um, and of course, you can contact us as well. So at Made by Mamas on Instagram or if you want to chat to Zoe directly at Zoe Hardman. Yes, and we're going to be back next week with more chats. (laughs) We'll still be chatting. (laughs) We'll see you then. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.